0: Welcome to this episode of Tyrus Chat, episode two, which is following season three, episode 15, Unloading Zone. Today, I have Miss Gabby as my guest, Hello. who is ghostspots on Instagram, and where else are you (laughs) ghostspots?
1: That's it now.
0: Oh, just on Instagram. And do you want to plug your other social medias?
1: Uh, Twitter is David Florenzi's Tumblr is... David's Florenzi. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, Gabby is gonna be
0: our guest and provide some very fun commentary while I cover recap. So, let's just get into it. I will say I liked episode 315 better than 314, because it was, like, kind of the episode we were supposed to come back on, so it felt more like a break from the hiatus than the other one did. Do you feel the same way? Yeah, definitely. I feel like this was the episode that was supposed to break the hiatus, so we open with a classic family scene, And Andy and Bex are on their phones when Bowie tries to gather them to watch a movie. And they want to go out to watch a movie, but they can't agree on a good movie. And they very vaguely reference any movie that could possibly exist as to avoid trademarks or copyright. And probably to reference what year it is. Because that is the biggest mystery on Andy Mac. (laughs) So they agree the best way to find a movie is to look on their phones for a movie. And so they all revert to their original positions. And probably never went to that movie. (laughs) So we open the credits. And we see Buffy and Cyrus just sitting at a park table. And there's nothing really going on with them. So I'm not sure what they were doing there. Like, just just hanging at the park table with a clear shot of TJ and Kira. They were just spying on TJ. (laughs) (laughs) Like, they went there with an intent. Hey, Buffy, you want to meet up and sit at the park? You want to sit at the park with a table clear to the basketball
1: courts, um, say, like, five minutes after TJ leaves his house? Yeah, Buffy knew. Like, she suddenly was just in the know of what was going on. Yeah,
0: suddenly, like, literally suddenly, she's just, like, she knows about, like, about the crush. Like, she, like, ships them all of a sudden. But, There's definitely, like, some time gap.
1: Yeah, like, if your friend takes you to the park to stalk a boy, like... I think you know what's going on. <laughs> okay, true. She's like putting it together. Yeah.
0: Um, so like as we said, they're watching TJ and Kira and I'm steamed because I'm forced to watch TJ act straight once again and he gives Kira a piggyback ride.
1: Um, my soul was just like crushed. The fact that we're never going to get that paralleled with Cyrus hurts my heart.
0: Oh my God, I know. We just don't have enough time. So Buffy convinces Cyrus that TJ will eventually figure out Kira's a bitch. It's just going to take him a little longer because he's a guy. So then we cut to Cloud 10, where Andy helps reveal that Cece is still upset with Bex. So they're just silently and coldly working side by side. And speaking of cold,
1: Andy makes a Game of Thrones reference. She Like, also, she's in seventh grade. She also made a pun- That I just need to point out the free 99 thing. Oh.
0: Yeah. I actually like that. I laughed out a lot of that. Anyway, after that, she dips because things get really awkward. And she's taken all her free things. So Bex then tries to talk to Cece, who kind of passes off that she's not mad. But since she can't say anything at nice, she's not going to say anything at all. As goes the saying that all moms like to tell you. (laughs) Yeah. So then comes, um, I think the most confusing part of this whole episode for me, Cyrus is just sitting alone yeah. at the golf, mini golf place, <laughs> eating ice cream. And then when he leaves, he just leaves his ice cream there. He, he <laughs> that too, but like, what was he doing there? Did he just like, like, I hope Buffy was there or something with him and she just went to the bathroom or...
1: Or this was just part two of the stalking and he knew TJ would be there. (laughs) Yeah, but it's just depressing that he's sitting there. Cyrus is
0: getting full on stalkery at this point. I like it, but I was so confused. Like, Luke had his live last night and I really wanted to be guested so I could ask him why Cyrus was just conveniently at the mini golf place alone.
1: Uh, But he did not guest me. All we got was those red questions. (laughs) So TJ walks up
0: and asks Cyrus if he's avoiding him. And Cyrus says, never. Oh, my heart. Oh my he just says he doesn't really get to see TJ a lot because he's always with Kira. And TJ's like, oh, not always. And then Cyrus continues to go on. And he just says like, oh, it's okay. You guys are getting closer. You're really hitting it off. I think you guys are good together. And TJ's just shuts that shit down. You know, he's he's like, like,
1: there is absolutely zero heterosexual activity going on here. <laughs> he's like, no we are not a couple
0: don't even don't worry about the piggyback ride he was just a 90 pound girl betting him that he couldn't carry her which tj just pick up some weights i'm sure you can bench more than 90 pounds <laughs> so i guess he has to prove himself <sighs> but tj wants cyrus to hang out with them meaning he and kira but cyrus is like eh. and then kira shows up what is a surprise. Yeah, where
1: did she and come she from, too? <laughs> they all just come out
0: everywhere. nowhere. <laughs> Mini golf is apparently the only other activity in Shadyside besides the rage cage. And, like, and are you going to put Kira and TJ in a cage with bats? Probably not.
1: Yeah, that wouldn't be the best idea.
0: Kira acts like the fakest bitch ever when she sees Cyrus there. And Cyrus picks up on it, of course, but it just goes whoosh over TJ's head. He's like, look, she likes you. And he's I like, ah. It's like, look, anyway, she's Cyrus so nice. Like, Gotta go because he does not want to be there and tj's like no don't leave me here i'm too gay for this but cyrus is sad so he leaves hopefully to go find buffy because i really hope he wasn't just sitting there eating ice cream alone and then tj continues to watch cyrus as he walks off so after ice cream cyrus needs a milkshake so they go to the spoon where andy walks in and informs them about a brand name named mint chip which I think Josh revealed on Twitter is a direct call out to Burberry.
1: Yeah, I, I could tell this was based off real life because I had heard this story, but I forgot what brand it was.
0: Mint Chip apparently burns all the clothes they don't sell, which is what Burberry does. And uh, they can't give the extra clothes to poor people because poor people can't be fashionable, obviously, if it's in a thrift shop. If this was set in 2015, I feel like if things are in thrift shops now, they're cool. Yeah. Ever since Thrift Shop came out.
1: <laughs> I feel like, I don't know, but I feel like Jonah should have had some kind of, like, personal connection to that because of this. situation. Yeah, no,
0: actually, I agree. Like, Jonah didn't really say anything. Cyrus adopted Josh's capitalist views for a second and reminds him yeah. it's a business, so it's okay. But then Buffy pulls out the facts and Cyrus snaps out of that headache and jumps yeah. in the dumpster along with everyone else. <laughs> so they're in a dumpster rifling for clothes which here's my question is mint chip like local to shady side because i don't think that's how stores work like they don't just directly trash clothes from the
1: store do yeah. they? and also if it was local would they even be that big of a brand name like <laughs> exactly like and how would they be have spent, 36 like, million dollars of clothes exactly so like
0: i feel like if you don't sell the clothes in the store you ship them back to the warehouse and then the warehouse like disposes them but i guess in shady side they just throw them in the dumpster outside the spoon
1: i mean what do i know so maybe that is what happens
0: <laughs> so one trash trash shirt costs 200 retail and cyrus is
1: outraged as if he doesn't wear that daily <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly so buffy wants to take all the clothes and everyone's kind of confused about what to do with that until andy comes up with a group project aka she does everything while cyrus can't sit in a chair properly <laughs> so they steal the clothes and very quickly set up a sidewalk stale like they have posters they have yeah. tables
1: where did the space for this come from like, like
0: i have so many <laughs> questions genuinely so confused how these middle schoolers can pop this off so quickly but um they, everyone in shady side pops up and comes to this sale and uh the whole squad is having a blast working retail for free <laughs> and um Cyrus keeps vlogging throughout like the whole thing like he's just yeah, filming everything that? which I that would seem really out of character I feel like that's something Jonah would do and like, that, like to avoid
1: the way that selling. led to that a shot that everyone when thought watching, was gonna yes, be yeah, a big thing that exactly. was so funny
0: <laughs> like everyone thought this was gonna be some huge like reveal on cyrus's phone and it's just them watching his vlog he made yeah. of the sale two seconds before oh rip that theory <laughs> so um bex returns home from work where she's in a bad mood because is in a bad mood and to affect that a wedding present has arrived at their house
1: oh this part was so sad Oh, I know. Bex and Bowie
0: just open it to find out who sent it so they can return it. But after they find out CC sent it, before even getting to the present, they open it anyway. <laughs> and it's honestly, like, a beautiful present. It's a snow globe, like, with the proposal inside of it. And that's, like, such a, I don't know, it's, like, such a sweet gift. It, like, it, <laughs> it really affected me because... She was just like, oh, it's probably just China. And it was just like this beautiful snow yeah, globe of their like, proposal.
1: It's so thoughtful.
0: I know. Um, so Bex is just like literally overwhelmed by it. And she tries to push through this by writing a thank you note. <laughs> but it's kind of hard when you can't really accept the present. So she has like a mild breakdown trying to write this, which who, just kind of left you pretty sad and really wanting that wedding to come back on. So back at the sale, Cyrus asks Buffy if a t-shirt would look good on TJ. So he's basically trying to dress TJ better. (laughs) No more camo for him.
1: Yeah, and then Buffy's, like, playing all into it. Like, there's literally no question. Oh, Buffy's having the time of
0: her life, so she agrees and says it would look good with his eyes, and then Cyrus kind of, like, gushes over it. (sighs) And then um, she says that he he should take the t-shirt to him in person. And um, Cyrus thinks... I don't know, he, I guess he thinks that's kind of weird, which some people have talked about how, like, he thinks it's weird, like, TJ would think it's weird because it's him giving him a shirt, but at the same time, like, I think Cyrus is just kind of, like, unsure of how to handle TJ at this point, especially because of the costume day stuff, yeah. and the Kira stuff, like, I don't think it was directly into, oh, it's weird because I'm gay, because TJ doesn't know that, so. Yeah, I think it had more to do with costume day and all that. Yeah. Buffy's just like, dude, take it to him. <laughs> and TJ texts back Cyrus, who sent a picture of the shirt, and says he likes it.
1: It says that he says thumbs up on the shirt, and I need to know if he, like, actually texted thumbs up on the shirt, or just <laughs> thumbs it up. Like, that makes a big difference. Oh, no.
0: That is a big difference if he literally just, like, thumbsed up the picture. <laughs> I know. Ooh. Okay. Hmm. Well- then Cyrus says that he should come to the sale and TJ's like I'm at the park. Just I'm at the park. And Buffy's like, yeah, that means you should go, which hmm, I really didn't think it did, but I can see how there's some mixed um reactions to that kind of text.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: Cyrus is convinced to go and then we get this very cute flustering moment of him trying to decide if he's going to take the shirt or not literally just adorable and then we see what tj's up to which is him avoiding telling kira that he's texting cyrus interesting and kira says that she wants to go on the swings and tj goes i'm not five which oh my god like he's just trying so hard to avoid spoiling painful
1: i know and i knew it was coming but it was even worse like, oh, it was him so bad. Try to fight it.
0: And... Yeah, and then so then Kira gets on the swings and like baits him into like a getting high contest. That's what
1: I'm calling it. <laughs> that's getting like what high. they called it. <laughs> uh, TJ fucking jewels. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's TJ, so he's
0: gonna take the bait. So he like begrudgingly gets on the swing, but then as soon as he gets on the swing, he remembers all the great times he's had with Cyrus and he can't help but smile. <sighs> Unfortunately, This is when Cyrus walks up behind the tree, because that's how you approach anyone. (laughs) Yeah, He sees (laughs) this gross interaction, and, well, it breaks his heart. He kind of looks back at TJ from behind the tree and sadly walks away. But don't worry, because as he continues to sadly walk away, he He looks looks back back. once again. And uh, if you don't get it by now, you're definitely never going to. No. So Cyrus unhappily returns with the shirt to the sale and tells Buffy that he was with Kira. Buffy promises again that it won't last. And uh, she better be right, because we know that Kira is literally in the finale. (laughs) Not happy about that. And then Buffy asks, what are you going to do with the shirt? And Cyrus decides Jonah has nice eyes, too,
1: and gives Jonah the shirt. This is such an obvious connection between Jonah and TJ in, like, a romantic light. In my opinion. Oh, yeah. Definitely. (laughs)
0: Like, literally completely such a, like, hey, guess what? Nice eyes, he had a crush on Jonah. Nice eyes, he has a crush on (laughs) TJ. And, uh... I'm just thinking this is definitely going to cause problems, right? Like, there's no way that Cyrus tells TJ about the shirt. He sees a picture of the shirt, tells him, like, oh, do you like it? And then Jonah gets it. Like, TJ's definitely going to have to see Jonah wearing that shirt at some point, right?
1: I I feel like if we didn't have so little time, I would be definitely sold on that. But I'm Mm. not sure with how many episodes are left. Oh, yeah, honestly, that's
0: true. We literally only have two more episodes. And they already did have, like, TJ Jonah drama. But, like, imagine if this was paced so that was the TJ Jonah drama and not a baseball number from when they were seven. Yeah,
1: I mean, I liked the end result of that storyline, but it kind of made no sense. (laughs) I mean, that was, like, a really funny
0: episode, but at the same time, just, I don't know, that would have been some good, like, (gasps) drama. True. Anyway... They finish up the sale, and Andy is like, wow, we didn't even run into mint chip people. And then Jonah chimes in, <laughs> letting them know that he told an official everything Jonah about the sale. Jonah, dumbass Beck strikes again. <laughs> literally, he's just, like, <laughs> blabbing to, like, a literal official. And then a cop rounds the corner as they're asking about this. Um, the cop is literally a dick. Like, to these middle school children. I know. Who are, I mean, I, like, I don't know enough about like, laws in this situation, but I feel like that literally isn't illegal. If they found something in the trash, like,
1: yeah, I don't know, I don't know how trash
0: works, but I feel like once you throw something in the trash, like, public trash, it is no longer yours. I have literally no idea. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the cop questions them about the sale and if they have the right to do that, which apparently they don't in Shady Side. Then he's really rude to Andy. I don't remember, what does he say? Oh, he, she's just like, if you asked me, and he's like, no one asked
1: you. And then he was like, which one of you is mint chip? I was like, mint chip. (laughs) Um, So
0: then back at cloud 10, a customer of Andy's becomes a customer of her mom's and informs them that the coat she got was free. I thought that was like so weird and unnecessary because it didn't lead anywhere. Well, and also the fact that that woman obviously got that coat like, a good chunk of time ago because the sale is literally sold out later and
1: yeah and why is she walking around in a winter coat in what is obviously <laughs> not winter <laughs> she comes in there
0: for a plot device and bex is still trying to reconcile with cc she brings up the present and shows her all the thank you notes that she attempted and lets cc know how much she means to her and that she couldn't even find the word like the words to say it or put it in writing or whatever. But Cece's still struggling to accept what happened, and she just says she needs time. Bex then gets a phone call and picks it up because there's literally nothing left to say, and good thing she does, because it's the cops and Andy's in trouble. Mm -hmm. Bex panics, like, Loki has a panic attack, and Cece takes charge, and they abandon the store as we see the final clip, which is the kids
1: getting put in the slammer. The music here was so intense.
0: <laughs> it's like, oh my god, the dramatic music. <laughs> Ugh, I live for it. Same. So that's the end of the episode. That's where we end. And then we see the next on, which is the kids doing community service. So,
1: read Meetup. <laughs> <laughs> they were in there for 20 minutes, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, so yeah, from the text we
0: know they were in there for literally only like 20 minutes. Thoughts on this episode, Gabby?
1: Uh, I liked it. I mean... It was very angsty, but, like, we know where the angst is leading, so I'm happy with it, honestly.
0: Yeah, true. I, like, I do like that they're stretching out the Tyrus plotline, because it just means we kind of get more content. Because yeah. if they did, ha- if they had wrapped it up pretty early, they would have most likely kind of avoided it throughout the end.
1: Yeah, that's what I feel like. Um, like it, they would have gotten pushed to the back, and now we're getting, like, a really explicitly gay storyline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and then also
0: like middle school couples in this show don't last for more than a couple weeks so
1: yeah they probably would have broken (laughs) up by like an episode later
0: (laughs) and i think next episode we're gonna see bowie's thoughts on the wedding breakup which i'm really interested to see because i guess we haven't really heard a lot from him but every clip we have seen so far he seems like on the same page as bex
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um So that'll be interesting to see, because we kind of are assuming the wedding is actually on. Yeah. But at the same time, it's really confusing.
1: Yeah, I'm so confused (laughs) with all the reshoots and everything, I have no idea anymore. Oh yeah.
0: Oh my god, we totally forgot the whole, like, stereotypes in the, um, Oh my god. The trailer. (laughs) Yeah. I can't believe we forgot about that. I'm so excited for that storyline, too. Oh, that's gonna be a good storyline, but just, in that trailer- there's the point where they're sitting around the table and they have to, like, describe the person in their class without, like, saying what they look like or whatever. Mm. And that girl really chooses to use, like, random Asian stereotypes for Andy. When Andy literally led, like, a revolution at their school, she wore a prison uniform in her school picture. Like, that's in the yearbook. She literally stopped all classes and had a riot in the hallway where her mother handed out, like, all these prison uniforms. And that's what she has to say that's her clue for andy it's
1: the racism
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh god so i think that'll be a really good episode i'm excited for that and then we also are getting jonah and amber go-karting and amber's gonna say i love you i guess oh god (laughs) the combat is so that'll be a good discussion i think i
1: have one parting thought this episode said, "Be gay, do crime." <laughs> <laughs> so thank you all for listening.
0: Thank you, Gabby, for being the thank very first guest you. on Tyra's chat. And if you want to plug your social media again at the end, uh, okay. Instagram is
1: Ghostspots, and I will just leave it at that.
0: <laughs> yeah, Gabby's a really good editor. You've probably already have seen her edits around. Oh, thank um, you, Mr. Mullen has definitely shared a couple all right (laughs) i don't really know how to end these things at all um goodbye listeners stay tuned for next week when we cover 316 one girl's trash